a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed this is the second amendment in the constitution of the united states this short sentence has been the center of a lot of controversies one might believe that one sentence can be interpreted in one way but that's not the case with this sentence it never seems to stop. California Governor Gavin Newsom was visiting victims of Monterey Park mass shooting when he was pulled away to be briefed about another mass shooting, this one in Half Moon Bay. According to the Gun Violence Archive, there have been 40 mass shooting events in just 24 days in this whole year, 2023. The archive defines a mass shooting as an incident with four or more victims shot, not including the shooter. As we reach the end of the first month of 2023, there already has been 39 mass shootings in the US, killing over 60 people. 60 people who didn't even get to see the first full month of the new year. What decisions and what circumstances have led us here? Today, I discuss the issue of gun violence in the US with Mukta. I am Ankur Sharma and you are listening to The News Park. Hi Mukda, how are you? I'm good, how about yourself? I'm good too. I understand that the topic that we are discussing today is quite sensitive and to an extent polarizing. Mm-hmm. However, I feel that in spite of that, it is an important issue that keeps coming up again and again because nothing has been done about it. I agree. And of course, the topic that we are talking about is gun violence, specifically in the US. Yes. We are at the end of January 2023 and at least 60 people have died so far in the US because of some form of gun violence. It makes us all angry, frustrated, and kind of helpless. I agree. This is not normal. It's not and it is happening everywhere, be it schools, malls and grocery shops or festivals. This week, the US state of California was rocked by two mass shootings just two days apart. The alleged perpetrators in both those attacks were older men of Asian descent who left 18 people dead. The massacre is just the latest in a long line of mass shootings in the United States. In the last three years, there have been more than 600. That's an average of almost two a day. Yeah, January is not even over. We can hear such shocking and horrible stories coming from all part of the U.S. In California, three incidents have happened related to gun violence just in the first month. One person was shot to death and seven other people were injured at a gas station. Then a farm worker shot seven co-workers due to workplace violence. And then just this week, a 72-year-old man shot and killed 11 people at a dance studio and then died of a self-inflicted gunshot in the parking lot. That's so sad and according to a Swiss survey, Americans are armed unlike any other. There are about 393 million privately owned firearms in the US, according to an estimate. Just let that sink in because the total population of the US is around 332 million. 
That's 120 guns for every 100 Americans. 120 guns for every 100 Americans. That's unbelievable. The fact that the number of guns is more than the number of people is appalling. I guess everyone knows that the main cause of this is easy access to firearms. The United States has a much higher gun rate of gun ownership than any other developed country. And this is reflected in our higher rates of gun violence. And I guess some other reasons are lack of comprehensive background checks in some states mm-hmm. and weak laws on the books allowing dangerous individuals to purchase firearms. Also feel that certain mental health conditions can lead to an increased risk of gun violence. And these conditions are not always identified or treated. Mhm. All these are major factors for the frequent gun violence in the country. But all this comes from the top, I guess. The power of of gun manufacturers and 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 gun ownership and gun organizations, they really have a tremendous impact on these law lawmakers at the end of all this and then it goes nowhere i mean that that really is the story i mean what we need now is a real honest negotiation to listen to those incredible stories i mean i agree that the that the victims stories are remarkable and th- these are the stories of the people who lived or survived or lost children we don't hear from the people who who didn't survive the children the shoppers all the people um and so it's it's just the power of this i and it just we're we're in a a democracy a pluralistic democracy how can we not just sit around the table and figure out some kind of answer and as we were talking about before that's what other that's what other countries and societies faced with this kind of crisis have done before the only problem in our system is that um half of you know really the, the people who are probably the most important participants the NRA who, who represent and the GOP who represent many many gun owners who are of course are important important players here um they're they're coming to the table not really being able to negotiate and i've seen that firsthand as we were talking about yesterday in some of our interactions in Tennessee and even as recently as a, a couple of weeks ago a politician from New York from Buffalo New York said i'm a republican but to heck with it Let, let's talk about um uh, regulating assault weapons and he now has a price to pay in terms of having the entire political apparatus turning on him true the laws are made by lawmakers and at some point they have to take responsibility i mean while watching any gun violence news in the united states i always hear some or the other politician saying this is not the right time to discuss changing laws it's time to mourn yep and i think in a way they are trying to deflect from answering the real reason as to why they are not taken they're not taking any strict action. Yeah, and that's only in the US, I feel. New Zealand had one gun shooting incident and the prime minister made sure that a strict law was passed within a week. And in the US, it's been decades of constant shooting with absolutely no action. Yeah, and well, it's partly because of how laws are interpreted and how the political system works to be honest. Yeah, these two reasons need their own separate podcast to be honest. But let's discuss these two in brief at least. Yep, and as much as we can. Well, uh let's begin with the second amendment. We heard in the intro what the law says. The people have the right to bear arms for self-defense, which in itself is not a wrong statement. Totally. The United States is a big country and there are quite a few remote areas. 
where to be honest you need to have something to protect you in case the need arises yeah but ar15 is not the answer for that those are military grade weapons and owning that in a house in the name of self defense does not make sense to me yeah and that's what happens when the laws are molded and people get to make their own interpretations about i'm pretty sure when the laws was written it was never intended to have gun shootings but it's where we are now true it's the responsibility of politicians our elected representatives to make sure that things are interpreted in correct ways well here lies the second reason we were discussing before so we know the us has two major parties republicans and democrats correct and to win elections these parties and their candidates need money and this money comes from donations yeah right and sometimes big corporations donate money to these candidates so that if elected they can push their agenda yeah and i think that happens everywhere right but one such organization in the us does that does this is the nra or national rifle association hmm well that's a conflict of interest right there you're right Okay, so let me give you an example to show how deep NRA's hands are in the US politics. So, one of the most recent efforts to reform federal gun laws came in 2013 with the Munshin Tumi amendment, a measure that would have required background checks on all commercial gun sales. The amendment, which came to a vote 4 months after 21st graders and 6 educators were fatally shot at Sandy Hook Elementary School, failed. getting only 54 of the 60 votes it needed to overcome a filibuster most of the 46 senators who voted against the amendment expressed the opinion that it simply wouldn't work with republican senator chuck grassley telling reporters at the time and i quote criminals do not submit to background checks now they will not submit to expanded background checks a majority of senators voted yes to protecting more of our citizens with smarter background checks. But by this continuing distortion of Senate rules, a minority was able to block it from moving forward. Now I'm going to speak plainly and honestly about what's happened here. Because the American people are trying to figure out how can something have 90% support and yet not happen. But they also shared something else in common. Do you or do you want to take a guess what it is? Yeah, all senators who voted against the amendment had accepted significant campaign contribution from the PACs associated with gun right groups including the National Rifle Association. True. Senators like Mitt Romney, Tom Tillis, Marco Rubio, Chuck Grassley all have taken money from NRA. That's so complicated. To win the elections they need money. They take money but then they're like a puppet who cannot do anything about this problem. I agree. But why should common people pay the price for their greed? And here we are talking about paying the price with their lives. It's not at all right. It's not. There have been multiple discussions and debates about how it should be handled. There are politicians who refuse to take any money from the NRA, but there aren't enough of them. There has to be some solution or steps that can be taken. I know many students who are victims of these gun shootings and they organize events to raise awareness about this. Yeah, 
in a way they are putting pressure on people to ask their representatives to not take money from the nra so that something can be done against them i do agree that these are important steps that should be taken to reduce gun violence in the united states however it's important to note that there is no one size fits all solution to this problem we need to take a comprehensive approach that addresses a variety of other factors as well like mental health or societal factors that contribute to gun violence i totally agree and of course the onus lies with the people in power yep it was a great discussion and i hope some concrete steps are taken by the government to make sure that this problem can be controlled i agree and i pray that happens Here are some of the stats that should make you uncomfortable. On an average, 321 people are shot in the United States every day. 22 children and teens between the ages of 1 and 17 are shot in the United States every day. The idea is not to make you feel bad or disgusted. Instead, to think that we are in 2023 and we are talking about the most powerful and developed nation in the world. a nation that has every possible resource at its disposal a nation that everyone aspires to be in then why can't it handle one problem to make its citizens feels more safe thank you for listening see you next time